Hey, I've got some exciting news for you. For nearly a decade, the Social Media Marketing Society has been helping marketers like you to keep up with the changing times. This is our private community just for marketers, and the doors are open right now. When you join, you get access to ongoing training and become part of a welcoming community of marketers who are just like you. Learn more at smmarketingsociety.com. Again, smmarketingsociety.com. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. On today's show, we're going to explore the photos versus videos, which should take up more of the space on Instagram debate. The latest from Instagram on that. Also, another way to post on Instagram on top of feed posts and stories and reels and DMs and better ways to get your Instagram accounts back if you lose access, which I think the more accounts you manage as a marketer, the higher the chances are you're gonna get locked out of one of them, right? So we're excited about this as well, and our guest has apparently already been using this feature quite a bit recently. My name is Jerry Potter, host of the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, a social media examiner production where we break down the latest social media news and what it means for marketers like you. I was recently at Social Media Marketing World, and I had a chance to connect with some of our best customers. A lot of them listen to our podcast, just like you do. Not everyone knows what I'm about to share with you. We do something special here at Social Media Examiner. The best of the best of the guests that you hear on the Social Media Marketing Podcast not only teach at our conference, but they're also part of our secret society called the Social Media Marketing Society. Each month, our top-tier guests who have been on my show are invited to train inside our society for an exclusive group of marketers who are just like you. The training is designed to help you go from being a passive consumer of content to a marketer who is in active learning mode. So if you're ready to make real progress with your marketing, you're a perfect fit for the social media marketing society. Join us by visiting smmarketingsociety.com. We've got a really big sale that is ending very soon, so don't delay. Again, visit smmarketingsociety.com and join today. Today, I am joined by Chelsea Pites. Chelsea is amazing at Instagram, also teaches sales professionals how to leverage social media and technology to build a powerful personal brand and develop content that generates real leads. She's also host of the Voice of Social Sales podcast and author of the book, Talking in Pictures. Welcome back to the show, Chelsea. I'm so excited to be here, ready to talk all things Instagram, of course. So jumping right in, Adam Masseri, the head of Instagram, came out and said, hey, here are the three things that we are focusing on this year with Instagram. So what were those and how can we utilize those as marketers? Yes, we're going to talk about exactly what he said, and then we're going to do a little interpreting (laughs) of what we think this might mean for 2023. And so what I loved about this post was that they're doing it annually now. And last year they talked about, here's what we're going to be focusing on for this year. And I appreciated that. And this year they talked about three things again. The first is giving creators more ways to be creative. I can only assume that that might mean more editing features, maybe more AR, things that have to do with reels. So that was their very first one. I didn't think that was super exciting. Okay, the next one, discovery. Discovering things that you're passionate about and that you're interested about. And this one is important because it's all about the algorithm 
And the third and last one was sparking connections between people, which on the surface doesn't sound like it really means anything or matters, but I have a feeling that it means a little something different than we might think. Well, all three of them were kind of, I felt vague and bland. (laughs) Meta overall is legendary for being vague, right? But I I felt like they were just kind of bland, like we're going to play it safe. None of them made me go, oh my gosh, yes. But I kind of was looking at the meaning behind all of them. So starting with the, we're going to inspire people to be creative. I saw that as kind of like, please make more content for us. We need you to make more content for us so that we can, you know, keep serving up content and keep people on there longer. How did you interpret that one? I would agree with that. I mean, they all want more content, especially whatever the content of the day is. It's been reels for the last two years. And we're going to talk about, is that going to stay the same this year or change? I think it also might be a nod to the idea that they've been sharing for a while, attracting other creators from other platforms like YouTube and TikTok and providing them different tools that they can either find more work or find collaborations. And also we know that Meta has been talking about the metaverse for a very long time, which of course has a lot of creative aspects. That's where that augmented reality comes in. So yes, they're pros at being vague. That is for sure. So we can only guess what that might mean for this year. Well, and for marketers, I love anything that makes it easier for us to create content and faster for us or our clients, which is great. Second one was to help people discover the things they love. This one, I think, is fantastic for marketers because essentially what we saw throughout 2022 with the discovery engine or the recommendation engine, they kept changing what they called it. But, you know, this was this opportunity for us to get our brands in front of people without having to spend money on ads necessarily. So what's your interpretation on that one? Agree with you on this too. A collective sigh of relief from people that are making content because once upon a time, it did matter more what day you posted and what time, how many hashtags, how were they layered, where were they put? And I love that this new recommendation algorithm is maybe one of the best things that's happened to our content in a long time. And I'm looking at it as an opportunity as long as your content is speaking to your ideal customer, your ideal audience, and it's solving their problems and answering questions, it should, should reach the right people. It's supposed to go out to a targeted group of individuals. Targeted is what this talks about, discovering things that you love. So the idea is we don't want our content to necessarily go out to random people. We want it to go to the right people who are interested in whatever that topic is. And so we are going to see that. One note that I did want to share is I kind of dug pretty deep into this article and I found an interesting quote from Mark Zuckerberg on an earnings call last year that stated by the end of 2023, they're going to double the amount of recommended or suggested posts in the feed. So you know that that happened already. They pulled it back because we complained about it. That is going to continue to ramp up according to what they said in this call. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that, you know, videos versus photos here in just a second. And then the last one was spark connections between people, which of course, the more people you like and you're connected with, the more time you're going to spend on the platform. So no surprise that they want that to happen. I think it's a nod to DMs. I think DMs are going to be even more important this year. They've already been very important because they are looking at what are you sharing? I don't remember when this article came out, but you might remember when Adam Oseri talked about the importance of stories and DMs because people are no longer sharing everything on the feed. They're sharing it privately 
and connecting through content there. So I do think we're going to see a lot of an emphasis on direct messaging and probably a lot of new tools that are going to be coming out as well. And it also could be something that might be in relation to collaborations or tools that allows other creators to collaborate. But I personally feel like it's letting us know DMs are important. <laughs> Interesting that you say that because last week's show here on the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, we talked about LinkedIn. And on LinkedIn, public conversations are up like 25% compared to 2021 in 2022. Although I certainly deal with a lot more spam on LinkedIn than I do on Instagram. So it's entirely possible that it's just a, they're obviously two very, very different social networks. And then they're also changing the way that the app is set up, specifically the navigation bar at the bottom. And this is, you know, good news, bad news, you know, as a marketer, depending on what your brand is and what brands you work with. So what are the changes that they are bringing to the navigation bar in the app? Just when we start getting used to things around here, and you might remember that at one time we had the little creation plus sign, and then they changed it to reels. And obviously, we can only assume that it's because they wanted more people to create reels. So let's put the button right in the middle, right, where you were used to clicking to make a post. And so we're going to go back to that. And I'm excited about it. I love that now you're going to be able, and this is going to tie into what we're talking about, it's not just reels. It is not just reels. You can absolutely have a thriving community and business and brand without only focusing on reels. And a lot of users of Instagram were like, hey, this isn't what I was here for. I like to look at carousel posts. I like to read. I like to look at photos. And so I think it's also in response to pulling back a little bit on the pushing of reels which I am quite okay with. They're also changing the shop button. And I have to say, which is probably a good thing, I never used the shop button that much. I would wait for those ads to come in my feed and I would shop through there. And I will say that shop process through Instagram is pretty frictionless, which is scary because I'm definitely going to do more shopping on it. So those are the changes. (laughs) And that may have just been the case is that people, they weren't hitting the shop button directly doesn't mean that people weren't buying through posts and and other content like that. So, well, we're talking obviously about Instagram and we're going to get into, you know, okay, last year was all about video. Is the shift really going to happen to photos this year? There's what Instagram's saying. And then again, reading between the lines. But if you are looking to use video to grow and nurture a loyal following, the expert speakers at Social Media Marketing World will show you exactly how to take your video marketing to the next level. You get the latest tips, tricks, and strategies to drive engagement and increase your ROI. And literally experts flying in from all over the world to San Diego to present to you at Social Media Marketing World. So you can sign up today to get the video content know-how and stand out from the competition Go to socialmediamarketing.world to grab your ticket today. Again, socialmediamarketing.world. So the big thing that happened last year on Instagram was the big shift to video and people panicked and reality star and entrepreneurs, the Kardashian family got involved and all of this kind of stuff. So what is the latest now that Instagram is saying in terms of how many videos versus photos that they're going to show? moving forward. This is the second time that they brought this up. And when they say something more than once, uh, okay, then I'm like, all right, all right, there's something to this. So we had heard a few months ago, well, maybe we went a little too hard, too fast on reels. And we're going to equalize it because they really did confirm that our photos and carousel posts weren't getting shown as much. It was mostly reels that were getting suggested and shown. 
And so they have come out with another statement and Adam has said again, hey, you know what? You were right. We've gotten the message loud and clear. Thank you for sharing your feedback. We're going to pull this back and we're going to make sure that it's equal. Now, will that happen? Who knows? What I can tell you anecdotally is that I posted a carousel post yesterday and it really performed better than many of the other posts that I've been posting in a while. I've been doing carousel posts in between reels and they have been performing fairly well. So just for me, anecdotally, I do feel like it's kind of regulating again. So I do think that we're going to start seeing more of that variety of content, which let's face it, we all get sort of bored if we're doing the same thing all the time. And I kind of like a mix of that variety as well. I think it's important too to remember that, you know, the way the algorithm works is it's going to show exactly what people engage with for each of us. And so I think this argument is going to go on all year. No, I see videos all the time. They haven't changed anything. And other people say, no, I see photos all the time because that's what people engage with. But I think one thing to keep in mind as marketers is part of our audience for whatever brand it is, is going to engage with videos and part is going to engage with photos and carousels. And so I think as you said, the mix not only keeps it interesting from our side, but definitely from the consumer side as well. And then one thing that we were talking about how we had increased reach from non-followers and things like that, but they're also giving a little bit more control to the users on what they see on Instagram in a few new ways. So what is this new feature with the Explore tab that's been rolling out? I love anything that allows me as a user to have more control of what kind of content I'm consuming. I don't have a lot of time when I go in there. And so I definitely want to consume the content that I want to see. And that also means, by the way, I want to see the people that I'm choosing to follow, not only suggested posts. So we'll have to see how that rolls out for this year. I imagine they'll do a lot of tweaking. So some people might already be thinking, I feel like this was already available. And it sort of was. You can go post by post and you can say, I'm not interested. I don't want to see this by tapping on those three dots. And that's exactly what I do is I tell the algorithm, I don't want to see this. Don't show me any more of this. They're expanding on that. And they're going to now allow you to, on the Explore page, select multiple at one time and I believe it's going to impact the future of the content. It won't just remove it from that particular explorer from your feed. It's actually going to learn, if you will, from your input. And it's going to say, okay, we get it. You don't like the cooking videos. We'll show you more of this, which you have told us that you like. And so what I'm hearing here is that you don't want to let anybody else use your Instagram account anymore. (laughs) Because yes. they'll mess up your algorithm, right? It's right. kind of like running out your toothbrush. Once you get it back, you're like, no, no, I'm not using it anymore, right? Yes, yes. And also to point out that you have control of your experience in Instagram. And if you're seeing things that you're not interested in or you don't want to see, it's important to let the algorithm know what you do want to see and remove those things or tell them you're not interested. Yeah. And they're also letting people hide content based on keywords that we can put in too. And so with that and what you were talking about, I love it because as a marketer where I'm looking for content to get inspired and things like that, I can take out stuff. And for certain industries where you're looking for a key phrase, let's say, and one of the words makes it completely irrelevant. And I don't have an example off the top of my head, but you know what I mean? It's like, I mean, let's just use social media, for example, but you're like, I don't want to see anything about the media, you know, or things like that. It might allow us to 
kind of customize that a little better as well. So still to come, they are giving us new ways to get an account back if you've gotten locked out of Instagram for you or your clients, which we'll talk about in a second, but some new features that are being tested that I think could be really great for marketers. Can you take us through these, Chelsea? Yes. I just want to mention on the keywords before we just pop really into this one. I think it's also really important to remember that the keywords in general are a bigger focus on the searchability, the discoverability, the opportunities that we have in there. So keywords in general are going to be important. So I wanted to just mention that as well. So in in with the search. Now, the new features, (laughs) surprise, surprise, something completely original (laughs) that we've never seen before from that other app that is called Candid Stories. The other app is Be Real. I think we talked about this on the last show. Yeah, and they, it's been in testing, but they seem to be moving forward with it. But it's yeah, inspired by a French app that was called Be Real that came out mm-hmm. last year. And if you're familiar with Be Real, which I'm sure a lot of the watchers are here, it gives you one time of day where you stop what you're doing and you take a photo and there's no filters. And I believe it's also the front and back camera. It's both of the yeah. cameras to capture where you are at. So that is going to be called Candid Stories. I personally don't have this and I was not in the test group. So I'm not sure when that is going to be rolled out or maybe if they're just testing that. So that's the first thing that's coming. The next thing they've been testing is group profiles, which I believe is sort of a way to answer the question of, will we ever get groups like Facebook? Or Mm -hmm. if we have multiple people that are involved with an account, well, it would be nice if each one of us didn't have to log in and use the other person's password. So we're going to see group profiles. I believe those have already been launched. And I think most people will have access to those. I don't. I've looked. (laughs) (laughs) I'm intrigued by the group profiles because, you know, it's an opportunity, I think, to showcase a brand that maybe is a team of people and imagine different people can kind of post to the same feed. Or obviously, we know the power of groups on Facebook. And so it seems like they're slowly moving toward that without letting it become that because groups have obviously become one of the most potent parts over on Facebook for Meta overall. And the Candid Stories, you know, it's interesting. I'm pretty sure TikTok stole it first. They call (laughs) it TikTok. And now, you know, with Instagram. But the neat thing about it on some of these other platforms is, from a marketing standpoint, the psychology that's built in is really smart because you can't see anybody else's unless you post yours. And so there's that. And then there's also the fact that, you know, in some of the apps, I think on TikTok, at least, even if you have your regular notifications turned off, not if they're locked at your phone's level, but maybe you don't get a notification if somebody follows you or leaves a comment, you still get that notification every day if you're participating in what Instagram is calling Candid. And so it is a way for us to get in front of our followers, even if they're not getting notified about some of the other things. So I think that's neat. Yeah. Gamification. They're trying to get people into that game. It sort of reminds me of the Snapchat streaks back in the old days of social media. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then Instagram started as like the photo feed, right? And then we had private messages and then stories came along and now reels. And now there's even another way to express ourselves on Instagram. So what is this new one? People may have already seen this in the app, but I think it's worth explaining. And this kind of plays into what we were talking about. I'm really a big believer that direct messages are going to be at the forefront of this year. And part of the DM is the inbox for the DM. And so people might have already noticed, you might have been like, what the heck is this? Because I know everybody DM'd me and said, what the heck is this? Do you have it? 
It's called notes. And when you go into your inbox, you will now see what sort of look like story bubbles at the top. And there's a little note, if you want to say it like a little short phrase that you can essentially leave for that person and you have to be following each other. So if you and I are following each other, Jerry, I could leave a note on my little bubble and you would be able to see it if you follow me and you pop into your inbox. The idea behind it is creating more ways to start conversations with people, to be fully transparent. I don't like it. I haven't used it. I don't think I ever will. Well, I mean, it is an interesting, it's kind of like a short tweet that appears at the top of your direct messages inbox. And I think it can be up to 60 characters and it can include emojis. But of course, if it's longer, it gets cut off. But it does almost look like a comic book or a cartoon thought bubble that appears above the person's uh, profile picture or story there. And what I found is that not a lot of people are using it yet because what I did was I made one this week that said, should I follow that person? And it had a, you know, an emoji finger pointing to my left, which would theoretically point to the next bubble, right? And all I got was confused responses because either people weren't following anybody that was using it, so they didn't see it, or there was nobody to the left of me. So I just got all these question marks like, what? What are you talking about? But it is rolling out and I've seen some interesting uses for it. But obviously, those of us that are heavy users and marketers are the first to kind of jump on that. And if you're not connected with those people, you may not be seeing it yet. And this is really great. I love when Meta and Instagram move in this direction to where they're actually helping users, whether they spend thousands of dollars in ad money or not, continue to use the platform and have it be less frustrating. And so they are rolling out new tools for account recovery. And this is really new, but you told me you've already used this multiple times in the last couple of weeks, Chelsea. So explain to us what it is and how to use it. There's a couple of different aspects. And I was super excited when I saw this. I was like, oh, finally, because I have had so many challenges with fake accounts being made. I know many people that are watching have had the same exact thing happen so many times. And this is a place on their website where they gave it, you know, their own URL. I believe it's Instagram.com slash hacked. And you can go there and find out how you can easily report things that have happened. Either somebody has set up a fake account with your images, you've lost access to your account, and a whole other variety of potential issues that you might have around losing access to your account. Now, the other feature of this I think is pretty cool. I have not tried it yet, and I actually tried to go and see if I could set it up, and I didn't have access to it. But it's kind of like phone a friend. So it's going to allow you to identify two other human beings that you trust and that know you. And they'll be able to reach out to them and say, Jerry, Chelsea says she's locked out of her account. Will you help her out? And so I do like that aspect of having some additional layers. Mm -hmm. I haven't been able to use it yet, but I have fulfilled many, 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 many of my forms. I've sent them through on the new website and nothing's worked. (laughs) I know. I still keep getting the, oh, we don't see that this has been a violation of community guidelines. So you think it's like a feedback box that is sitting on top of a trash can? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) (laughs) I really hope that this is the beginning of a more engaged support inbox. I don't know if it is or if it isn't, but I will tell you that I've personally tried it three times since it came out. And sadly, I've gotten the exact same responses. I mean, I've even sent in my face 
with my driver's license and they still, (laughs) yeah. So, well, we got some work ahead of us there. (laughs) Well, if you find yourself needing to use it, I like that they put it in a browser because if you can't log into your account, the app can't do a lot of stuff. So it's Instagram.com slash hacked. I I feel like that's a nice memorable URL too, because sometimes they use flowery language that we don't necessarily use as users. Like for example, there are three priorities for 2023. We want to spark new connections. Like I've never gone on to Instagram and be like, man, I can't wait to spark a connection with somebody. But I would say I've got hacked or I can't get in or, you know, that kind of stuff. So the only better one might've been like Instagram.com slash let me in, but Instagram.com slash hacked. is where you go if you would like to use that. Well, we are excited about these new features. Quick reminder that you can get your physical or virtual ticket for Social Media Marketing World, where we'll be talking all about Instagram, of course, at socialmediamarketing.world. Chelsea, where can we learn more about you? Best place, of course, is on Instagram. It's my name, chelsea.pites, and I look forward to meeting you in the DMs. Very nice. And if you're looking for another podcast to add to your listening lineup, a couple of you to check out the Social Media Marketing Podcast, as well as the Web3 Business Podcast. And you can find those in your favorite podcasting app. Until next time, may you be wise with your marketing decisions. Thanks, everyone. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Hey, just a quick reminder, join the Social Media Marketing Society today and level up your marketing for your company or your clients. Visit smmarketingsociety.com to find out more.